Welcome back to Making It So, a Get Into Geek podcast. This is episode 14. I'm your Captain Craig, and here's my co-captain, Maddie. How you going, mate? Just, that was a fantastic episode of Orville that we just watched. <laughs> it's definitely got the same name as a time travel episode it of does, Orville. It does, The episode we're referring to is called Tomorrow and, and Tomorrow, tomorrow and, and Tomorrow. tomorrow. We're talking Strange New Worlds, Season 2, Episode 3. And as we just said, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow is the name yeah. of the episode. Could that be the first time ever where it's just like someone else did it before Star Trek and it's not someone else? It very well could be because you know? like yeah. normally these, like the Orville and you know, even Stargate and you know a few others, they really take a lot from Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, and it's, and it's shows that have come after Star Trek since Star Trek's so old. But now there's like new Star Trek. It's like, oh... The Orville is basically a Star Trek show without being a Star Trek show, though. Yeah, Seth Trek. Seth Trek. It's really... I love the Orville. But, yeah. hey, we're getting off topic. That's fantastic. So, let's do it. Rightio, we get into heavy spoilers. If you haven't seen the episode yet and you don't want to be spoiled, please pause this, go away, watch the episode, come back, and then listen to our thoughts on the episode. Or, you know, if you like to be spoiled, just listen. Mm. You know, why not? You know, sometimes I don't mind being spoiled. Probably a bunch of bloody Gen Z is just, you know. Yeah, just being pains in the ass. Just being impatient, just wanting everything now, just spoiling themselves. We have a little bit of uh, Star Trek news this week, Matty. Okay. Patrick Stewart has said that uh, he's open to doing another theatrical release Star Trek movie. Move aside, old man. You just want a Janeway movie? Oh, I want... How about want, a movie where it brings all of them together? I was just about to say, I want I want Janeway and Kira. <gasps> I want Balana and Kira to have an argument. Well, that'd be spicy, oh wouldn't it? Oh, my God. That'd have nuts in it. That'd be... Yeah, that... I'm down for that. I, I don't want... Like, do you think there could be the possibility that an old Jonathan Archer could be seen in Strange New Worlds at some point? That'd be cool. Yeah, I guess like because we've seen how old some humans can get, like with the technology. Yeah, what what year are we in? Twenty two. Oh, now you're testing me. Okay. We were just in like 2022 in this episode. True. <laughs> and what was anything what was can Enterprise? happen in sci-fi? What was Enterprise twenty one fifties? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a bit over a hundred. Well, it was over a hundred years. So it was 2063 with the first warp flight. So it was over a hundred years. So. It was 2180s or something. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to look that Maybe. up. Maybe. I guess it just depends whether um, Scott Bakula is still like not salty about how the show ended. Yeah, I don't know. I think he'd be down to do it. I reckon he would. I mean, a paycheck's a paycheck at this point, isn't Ab- it? Especially in today's uh, climate. Mm. Yeah, post-COVID world. And you know, with the current writer strike and everything they've got going on in the mm. US. Like, that doesn't affect our writers here in Australia doing things, does it? No, because it's, it's a Screen Actors Guild or the Writers Guild of America. America, yeah. yeah well, maybe sure. they should just move some productions to Australia. But then again, maybe they should just pay people properly mm, at yeah, the same time. That's, yeah, I think that's the core. Pay people properly. Core concept. Pay yeah. people for their work. Correct. All right, shall we get into the synopsis? Okay. Let's have a look. Read what the is Orville it? one. Read the Orville one. I haven't even got the Orville one up. La'an travels back in time to the 21st century Earth to prevent an attack which will alter humanity's future history. Directed by Amanda Rowe. Don't think we've had her. Definitely not this season. And writers Gene Roddenberry, Akiva Goldsman and Alex Kurtzman. Maybe I'm going to start like skipping over the Gene Roddenberry thing. Because, <laughs> How like, dare you? I don't know. Gene, like, you're not writing this. We love you, but you're not writing it. So, Maddie, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, like, all right. I did have to nudge Maddie at like one point, and I think he started to snore and went asleep mm. for about 20 seconds. Mm. But I think that's just due to Maddie staying up late and having to get up early. Not, not a reflection on the episode. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it, it, had, it had big shoes to fill after last week's episode. So, it's fine. It was okay. I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely showed us a lot more depth to the character of La'an. Yeah, she's also had a lot of screen time already. She ha- And we're only three episodes in. And she had a lot of screen season. time last season. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for my Ortegas episode. Yeah, well, hopefully we get there. Hopefully, mm. hopefully, hopefully. One thing, I did like it. The start of this episode, we've got La'an doing like a security log type of thing. Oh, yeah. And she's going around and she's, you know, doing security things. And she goes to, mm. 
like the transporter room and there's a Denobulan having an argument with someone. Like I liked seeing a Denobulan because, you know, the yeah. last real Denobulan we've seen was Phlox. Um, then she goes to... It was a weird, it was a weird moment though because it's like it's two professionals in a, in a, in a professional setting arguing... Like from what I could tell, from what we could hear... The Denobulan was accusing the transporters of stealing one of his things. And the transporter chief's like, the transporters don't steal things. <laughs> and I'm like, what What are these children talking about? What are these, like... It was a cadet. So I was very much, I was feeling La'an at that point. You could see just the look on her face. She's like... She's just, just like, oh, this shit again type I just want to crack these two skulls together until they stop talking. Then there'd been a noise complaint against Spock for... Playing his little harp thing. That was fantastic. (laughs) He's so good about it too. Yeah. (laughs) I'll try to play quieter or whatever it is he said. So good. And then the big one, she's going and checking Pellia's stuff because Pellia, she seems like a fucking klepto. She will take anything. I love that. I was literally about to call her a pack rat and then Pellia called herself a pack rat. And I'm just like, (laughs) excellent. Thank you. We've learned some good stuff about her in this Mm, episode too. Yeah. But we'll get to that. And then... La'an and Mbenga sparring. Like, yeah. Oh, she was going hard. Mm. Like, it was, it was a, little, a bit more than sparring, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, it was funny because we mentioned last week about how, you know, she must have some kind of outlet for all this anger she has under the surface. And we get to see that this episode. Um, she was looking a little too Lululemon for me. Like, I would have liked a little more, a little more Star Trek in her outfit. Um, it's funny because the first photo that comes up on IMDb for this episode mm. is her in that outfit. Yeah, she looks like she's about to, you know, go and do some Pilates and then get a nice coffee. And um, do a spin class. Yeah. So I was like, I would have liked a little a little more trekkiness in it. Give me give me an asymmetrical moment or a or a problem pattern. Well, you know, something to, to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even have like a Starfleet Delta or something on it. That'd be yeah, cool. Something. Like a Starfleet PT uniform. Mm. Uh, as long as it's not those horrible disco shirts that everyone yeah, has. No, yeah, no, I don't want to no, that No one wants a disco shirt. I don't that shit. I do want a Retos shirt though. Nah. That ain't <laughs> it. That ain't it. Absolutely not. Why? Well, what am I going to go and get? A Jer shirt. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. Like. Boy. Voyeur. Just like, <laughs> use, use every letter, guys. Like the, the the alphabet's free, like just use all the letters. Anyway, so Lan, she seems like she's got a real chip on her shoulder, and mm. it's because of her family legacy's name, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously she's got a lot of she's dealing with all the gore and stuff as well. Like she's had a rough life. But why, um, why wouldn't you like? Why wouldn't you change like? It's if you were a relation of Hitler, surely you change the name. Like yeah, right. maybe they have, and because you know, yeah, Khan Nooney and Singh, he is basically like their Hitler. Yeah, if not a, a does, lot worse. I do want, it does make me want to know, like, okay, when when did Khan have babies, and then at what point were they just be like, okay, you guys are just free to roam the Federation, so what, and the, propagate the eugenics wars were between nineteen ninety two and nineteen ninety six. Yeah. Um, and he basically held, was it the Middle East through to Asia? I think it was mm. like a quarter of the Earth's population were under his control. Yeah, that's a lot, hey. Yeah. So I'm surprised he probably had concubines and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm thinking it even could have been like um, after Spacey, but like between Space Seed and Wrath of Khan, he could have been just propagating there as well. It didn't necessarily have to be in his original. Era. Like, I remember because they were all put on ice and thrown in the Botany Bay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but at what point, like, obviously, you know, the eugenics wars happens and they're like, no augments, you get arrested if you are genetically modified. But, yeah, at what point were they like, well, I'm sure his, his kids are fine. Yeah. We'll just let them. Yeah. I, I There's many, many questions. Yeah. How diluted is that uh, Khan DNA in her? Mm. Who knows? I mean, it's. I guess it's that weird, um, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. I was trying to be woke. What do you call it? The, um, <laughs> the, 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 the paternal misogyny of her still having his name or whatever. Like, cause obviously it's, she's the, oh, yeah, I know she's saying. the daughter of a son 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 um, of Khan. I think after this episode though, she's going to be a little bit more okay with 
who she is, but at the same time, yeah, it's left a lasting impression on her. It's a weird, it's a weird conclusion. Um, like to know, like for the last season and two episodes, it's been like, hey, she's got so much trauma from being hunted by the Gorn and all those experiences and losing her family. She's also got all this other trauma from being teased as a kid, calling it, being called a freak and an augment and stuff like mm. that. Turns out all you needed is just a day trip with an alternate version of Kirk and a little peck on the lips to have an entire mental breakdown. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing she cries over? Yeah, well, yeah, she's she got very, very upset about yeah. that. I, and obviously, like, you can develop feelings for someone very, very quickly. You mm. can. Well, she did because she got real creepy and stalkery early on. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. But it, she's on the Enterprise walking down a hallway and all of a sudden mm. there's a flash. And next thing you know, there's a dude in a gray suit. Yeah. I thought it might be one of those Gary Seven guys because they seem to be into those Gary Seven guys now. Yeah. Well, old gray suit dude, he'd been shot. Yeah. So now that I think about it, he was obviously shot by Sarah. Oh, yeah, because it was a bullet wound. Yes. And then Sarah didn't realise because he jumped out of the timeline and come back again. Yeah. That just come to me then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anyway. I'm just processing. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Because normally what will happen is Maddie and I will watch the episode and we'll Mm. spend like the next couple of minutes just chatting about shit or we'll be chatting about it through the episode. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't normally... I mean, that, that must be some fast thinking on that guy. Unless it was like a predetermined like an emergency like a, like get a the backup, fuck out backup plan it was very quickly for him to go oh I'll go to 21 whatever or 22 whatever and then give my thing to Sung, uh, Sing's last known rel- uh, relation yeah. so that she can have access to the um, the machine yeah, the, the, like the little the, timeline the, tricorder thing. No, the DNA machine. Oh, like the DNA that's machine, why yeah. I, I'm assuming that's why she was chosen. I mean, those that machine let them teleport from the Enterprise to Earth. So I'm not sure why. But something interesting I did, that little tricordery timeline-y thing that he mm. gave her, I noticed straight away because in the last week I've been watching different episodes of Star Trek here and there and I've watched uh, the Star Trek Voyager episode Relativity the other day, and I noticed that they've kind of reused a similar graphic idea from that Relativity yeah, episode. Yeah, that was a really good get. So, and then Maddie and I, we really paused it, and then we're like, oh, uh, let's have a look at the Relativity episode on our phones. It's interesting, because I couldn't get past the fact that it just looked so original series that it was just a little black box with one button. Yeah. I'm like, really? Is this what we're doing? So, yeah, when the timeline was messed hmm. up, the button was red, but when it come back to normal, it was green again. Wasn't it? No, I think that was just that was the the higher ups monitoring because remember when it was red and Kirk was pressing it, he wasn't doing anything uh, because yeah. it was like locked. It was like it's only when it's green you're allowed to you're allowed you to come back. Jump. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, that's how I read it. But yeah, then she yeah you know, looks at it and then boom, next thing you know, there's a big flash and she's in an alternative timeline. She goes, she doesn't know at this point. Mm. And she goes to the bridge. And yeah, because old mate tells her. Go yeah, old matey, uh, Captain Pike is not there. It's, not? you know, the young version of Kirk. With a fantastic brooch. Yes, because he doesn't have the Starfleet Delta on his mm. uniform because he's a member of the United Earth Fleet instead of, Uni- instead of Starfleet, the United UEF. Federation of Planets. The UEF. So they don't exist in this sounds time. Like, sounds like a soccer club, the UEF. And, you know, they get... Uh, they get hailed by a Vulcan ship with Captain Spock. Mm. Very different looking Vulcan ship too. Like you don't, it's kind of out of focus in the background, mm. but it doesn't look like your traditional, like Enterprise style. Those kind of bronzy colors with lots of rings around. I, them I like, like those. That. Hey, mm, yeah, it's, they're it's a, a cool looking ship. It's a very distinct style, and yeah, this was more like this weird, just grey. I mean, there was a lot of just you know debris and and stuff on it, but um, yeah, I did like whatever whatever Spock was wearing was kind of cool too. But in this timeline too, it seems like humanity is very much, like Earth's all messed up mm. basically and humanity's living out amongst the stars and they just, they're really keeping to themselves. Yeah, well, first contact never happened because obviously we find out later on that 
Khan was killed in his time in this Kirk's timeline. So the eugenics wars never happened. So Zephram Cochran never, you know, experienced that timeline of his and Earth went a different direction. So we never actually had first contact um, with the Vulcans. With the Vulcans. Yeah. So Vulcans were kind of their own thing elsewhere. It's ama- like in so many seasons and you know, episodes of Star Trek, there's been so much messing with the timeline. Hey? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's like the Avengers trying to keep track of everything that's got to change yeah, it would, to it would keep be it back a, online. It would be a whiteboard from hell trying to <laughs> track everything. It's like that meme with old lady with all the strings yeah, on the board. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, the, there's a Romulan and Vulcan war going on. And they're asking him for help. Yeah. One thing I did notice, and I'm, I'm not sure if this is right or not. So with like military uniforms and like obviously Starfleet uniforms, there's regulations and things and they've got regulation haircuts and things mm. like that. I noticed that the alternate version of Kirk doesn't have so pointy um, sideburns. I don't know if that's a, a thing or not. You know, it's the weirdest shit. Yeah, I know. Like it's because I'm a sergeant. I have to notice people's haircuts. <laughs> Fucking military, man. Keep my soldiers in line. That's the important thing. <laughs> Make sure your haircut looks real oh like Anyway, L- Lan, she goes with Kirk to have a bit of a, a chat about what's going on. And then they mm. fight over that little time device. and Just a couple of professionals. Yeah, just like actual like, and then yeah. press the button and they end up on Earth. Yeah, in the past. In the past. So I'm like, well, what city are they possibly in? And it's Toronto. Yeah. And did at any point, do they ever actually care? What, like... It's a classic thing in Star Trek where it's like, we need to know the exact date we've traveled back to. And Lan La- no. just seemed to be just like, well, it just sent us back to wherever we needed to be. Yeah, it's like in First Contact. Like, Picard's like, tell yeah. me the date, date. Tell me the, the date, exact the exact date. date. And yeah, there's always the thing, you know, when... when April 4th, 2063. In Future's End, when Voyager, you know, went back there, you know, they, they need to know the exact date and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they, they didn't make a big deal. Yeah, they didn't really... From what I could tell, like, it was, you know... 2022, 2023-ish. Yeah, I don't know if the whole Antaro bridge thing is a is a thing that's going on over there at the moment or if that was just for the um, program. Well, the reason I say that is because the eugenics war in the Star Trek universe was 1992 to 96. Yeah. And then Sarah, when we find out that she's a Romulan, spoiler, mm. she said that she'd been there for 30 years. Mm. So 92... You know, 2002, 2012, 2022. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So about They always travel back to current day. Like, yeah. In the same way in... Picard fu- did as well. Didn't well, Voyager did in Future's End when they went back to... It was filmed in 1996. They conveniently went back to 1996 and didn't mention the Jenks Wars whatsoever. No, they didn't, uh, did they? No, they were just in normal good old California. Maybe just, it was just before the eugenics yeah, war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Or it was just... It was, I think one of the things they try to say is like, oh, well, that's... That was like there's a war going on in in Russia right now, but it's like, well, if you go to California, you're not going to know that that's going on. So they try to sort of hide the fact that, well, the whole Khan thing's happening. You just just on the other side of the world. You just can't tell if you're just down at Santa Monica Beach. So interesting, though, in this timeline, because mm. Kirk is not born in Iowa. He's born on the Iowa, on the USS Iowa. Mm. Now, well, the EAF Iowa. Well, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, on the oh, Who knows? Yes. Yeah. Could have been born on the Kelvin. That would have been interesting. Mm. Yeah, an alternate timeline that didn't really happen, but, you know, is somehow still happening. I don't know. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> Trying to think about it. Yeah. It hurts my brain. I did I did see a thing the other day, and it's like a, it's a fresh take on the grandfather paradox. Yes. And they say, like, okay, so you go back in time and kill your own grandfather Ergo, you were never born. That's, to be able to go back. That's the trippy cool thing. Yes. Yeah, but then someone expands on that, and they're like, "Well, but then if you were never born, then you could no, never go back in time to kill your own grandfather. Therefore, your grandfather survives, and you are born." Like it's adding instead of being a th- adding layers. Yeah, instead of being a three, it's like when um, it's like when Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory took rock paper scissors and turned into rock paper, paper scissors, scissors rock lizard spock. spock. Yeah, he just <laughs> added two more points to it to make it a little more confusing. So yeah, now my brain's trying to filter that into it, and I'm getting a headache. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> let's not have Maddie get too much more of a headache. I have neurofin in the cupboard if we need. Excellent. Um, 
I thought it was funny when they were they went into the store to get some clothes and they both come out dressed the same. Yeah, to that was begin a nice with, touch. that was a little funny. And then yeah, oh, Jack. and sticking the mud on just like well, I'm not changing. You better change. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the you know if is it mis- she's got some attitude. What's hey, the, what's the opposite of misogyny? Misandry. The misandry. Oh. Never even heard that word before. Yeah, like that's your white. You just make that, it up. That's or? your white male privilege, Ooh, there, mate. Just privileged. Yeah, I feel privileged. Um, yeah, no, she was a like a real stick in the mud. Like I can't, I don't understand why she's got some attitude. Hey, yeah, I don't, I don't know why Kirk would be attracted to her at any point because she was just, she was just getting on my nerves. Y- you've seen Kirk be attracted to? Uh, yeah, it's he, got a heartbeat. He's attracted yeah, to he's, it. He's like what Eddie Murphy says about uh, bus boys. They'll fuck anything with a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They come to my house, the fish stops women. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just like her just being like, well, I'm not getting changed. You can get changed. To be fair, she looked better in it than he did. So that's yeah, fair. true. But yeah. then he goes and does all the hustling, playing chess to make all their money. Um, Canadian money. Yeah. To then get their little hotel room. Well, big hotel room, um, which seems to be a suite because it has a bedroom and a living area. Yeah. How much, how much bloody chess did he play? Well, it's Toronto. It's fine. It wouldn't be that expensive. Um, One thing about that, though, normally, mm. like, in these sort of TV productions, Toronto and Vancouver and all those sort of cities, mm. they seem to play, like, a character themselves and are, like, New York and things like that. So it Ooh. was nice to see that Toronto was yeah. Toronto. Well, yeah, Suits famously was shot mostly in Toronto. And was it? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't and, know that. played for New York. Um, but back to my Miss Andrew rant. Um, so Kirk was the one that did all the... Um, the hustling to get all that money on 2D chess because you know yeah. 2D chess is basically for, the dumb people's chess. For Muppets. Um, then for some reason buys a one bedroom suite in the hotel so that Laan can have the entire bed while and he sleeps on the couch. Yeah, and then she comes out and gets real stalkery. Oh, weird. she was getting thirsty. Like they've they've known each other for like four hours at this point. Like. I, so this is a kind of an inappropriate joke. She Uh-oh. she's laying there like can't sleep, mm-hmm. and you know what sometimes some people do when they can't sleep to themselves. And then there's banjo strumming no, in I the don't. background. Tell me. <laughs> I'll leave that up to your imagination, Maddie. But that's fine if she wants to fiddle with her banjo and <laughs> and flick her own bean while she's there. She's totally but entitled to do that. she goes out to but see if she can get some from him and just like looks at him like if like gender swap that. And you've got it would be creepy. Bro in the bed, chick on the couch, and he walks out because he can't with sleep. the heavy breathing. Yeah, and just like stares at her while she's asleep, and then she opens her eyes but has her back to him and knows that he's staring at her, and then like then he just goes, "It's weird." It's two thousand and twenty three people. We can't be doing those things because yeah, yeah. You know, as as Maddie said, if it was around the other way, it would be not appropriate. Yeah, there's some consent issues. Look, there. I really don't. It doesn't bother me though. It was just weird. It's that whole. It's that whole. If we go back to Picard, it's that whole thing with him soft touching her in the li- in the turbo lift. All right, I have to say though, this version of Kirk, he's actually insane. Oh, like he's not mentally all there. He why is that? Why is that? Got, got those hot dogs and oh. didn't put sauce on them. I mean, he is <laughs> he is from like there a- was no tomato sauce or tomato ketchup, and there was no mustard. It was just a plain. Roll. I mean, look, with a hot dog. No, is, it's not cool. He is from like a post-apocalyptic future <laughs> where, like, he, he's never even been to Earth. So, That's true. Like, I'm guessing it's probably his first ever hot dog, and he was just stoked. That would have been dry. Oh, dry as hell. Yeah, that was a hate crime. Like, no, and the like, sauce was right there. That's kind of. I wanted Laan La to be like, no. The reason I don't want a hot dog is because that is nasty. Yeah, just like put some sauce on it. Yeah, like, see, be normal. I wanted her to like. Show him how to eat a hot dog. Be like, well, no, you don't eat it like that, you idiot. You've got to put stuff on it. He eats it sideways or some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, but just like you know, get some get some relish on there. Get some get some mustard and ketchup. But get it, some it, onions for Christ's sake. In like, because they were talking about his timeline as well, mm. and it sounds absolutely horrible. Mm. Like Earth, you can't see the sky, and you know, just shit like that. And I'm like, oh, that sounds garbage. I mean, that does sound delightful at like 7 a.m. on a Sunday, just like no windows, no see nothing. You can just like the blankets have accepted me as one of their own. <laughs> but uh, 
Laan, her eye makeup is very intense as well, and it's always the same. There, yeah, she loves her eyeliner. Loves this old smoky eyes, and yeah, she? she loves the the uh, the braids, the real tight braids, and the um and the eye and the heavy eyeliner. It's like very regulation. She there's no mm. sort of left and right for her. She's very. I guess that's probably because of her upbringing and the way that she's. Yeah, she's very she's very utilitarian. I think she just she's got a look and she rocks it, and she knows she knows what she looks like, and she's like, I'm just going to do this every day. And Kirk finds it really interesting having an actual shower as well instead of a sonic shower. Yeah, like, it must have been his first actual shower. I guess. Like growing up on a starship and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Like, well, it does take me back to when uh, Neelix had a bath in Caretaker. Oh, it was a proper bath on there. Yeah, because yeah, oh. he, he normally has sand baths. Yeah. yeah, and then to ins- to uh, submerge myself in water. And he was really surprised that his brother, Sam, or George Samuel Kirk, was still mm. alive in her timeline. Yeah, I don't know enough about all that because I, I, all I can remember is there's like, there's a weird episode of the original series where Shatner plays his own brother so they can fake out like a death or something. Yeah, well, like obviously, in the first season of Strange New Worlds, Sam is on the Enterprise. He is a criminal. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just mean, yeah, just in terms of the whole Sam... I don't know what... There must be some kind of relevance to the whole Sam George thing they're talking about. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. But, yeah, like... And then, obviously, later on, there's, you know, as Kirk dies in this one, he's saying to Lan, say hi to Sam for me. Yeah, that was well. quick, too. It was like shot, drop, say hi to Sam for me. Yeah, and dead. And we're not mucking because he he was very uh, like oh basically you're not going to shoot me type of thing. And Sarah was just like, "Watch me, bitch!" Bang. <laughs> it's almost like if they took out that whole minute and a half segment of Laan tossing around in bed and then getting up and watching him, they could have spent a little more time on the you know dramatic death. Yeah, maybe. It was weird. But then again, it's streaming. Like they've got like this was the longest episode of the season so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. Sixty two minutes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I feel like we had that whole thing and then they seemed to rush the death a little bit for me. But one of the big things that sort of sets this episode off was that that bridge. And forgive me, anyone that's listening to this that lives in Toronto, I don't actually know what that bridge is called, but they did say something about it being the longest bridge in the Northern Hemisphere. Did they just call it the Ontario Bridge or something? Yeah, I don't know. But it went bang. Mm. Like big explosion from a photonic bomb. For something that doesn't exist. Very CG. Very CG. Wasn't it great? Yes. And it's almost like they didn't spend as much time on that mm. uh, as they normally do for some of the CG shots that we yeah. get. So, But it wasn't the worst thing. Like, I guess no. it's no matte painting from like... When no, they, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, for those just, that don't know what the matte paintings are in like the next generation and stuff like that, instead of doing like CG shots on some like establishing shots, it was actually like a matte painting... So, I'm so glad you explained what a matte painting is by calling it a matte painting. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I really did, didn't I? It was a painting, an actual painting. It's fine. Yeah, some it's people fine. might not. If know. you're listening to a podcast like this, you know what a matte painting is. Yeah, potentially. Mm. If you didn't, please let us know. Jump into our DMs. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, uh, so yes, they go to steal the that Dodge Charger. And they fucking knock that old matey. Um, was it they do the Vulcan neck pinch on mm. old lady so they can steal his charger, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, because what did Kirk say? He was in a he was in a he was cell. in a Denobulan prison with a Vulcan, so that's mm. where he learnt it. He also learnt how to make was it Plomix Plo- soup Plo- in, Plo- a soup in the toilet bowl. <laughs> that was good because <laughs> nice little touch. I feel like Plomix was introduced in Voyager. I want to say um, it's definitely in Enterprise yeah. as well. Um, that whole car thing that was cringe. Just lots of bickering. Well, no, even just the quote unquote action scenes where it was just like the car was doing five miles an hour, but the they speed up the vision. Vision was sped up. Like I know a lot of people had issues with um, in season two of Picard, the the seven and Raffi and their little car chase and stuff like that. But that was like that was Oscar worthy compared to this. This was (laughs) ooh rough, and yeah, more just Laan just being just this immovable nitpicky annoyance. I'm not, I don't know how Kirk found it endearing, but he did. But as, yeah. as we said, anything with, you know, a heartbeat and he's mm. all over it. Yeah. So it's always been the same, but in, uh, in whatever timeline it, in his timeline though, we find out that Khan doesn't exist. And that was sort mm. of really surprising to Lan. 
So she, I think that was part of her attraction to him as well because she's grown up with everyone knowing her family name yeah. and, like, obviously judging her on it. Like, yeah, bullying her because of it. Yeah, like, and that's really a shame um, that people would do that. But I, Well, is it? I mean, if Hitler had kids, they would have got bullied. Probably, but, like, in the future, in that type of a future mm. setting, like, you'd think people would be past that. But Yeah, that's true, that's true. So, like, these days it would definitely happen. So, but yeah, yeah, but by the yeah by the twenty two hundreds, you would think yeah in that utopian future that we're all mm-hmm. hoping for with Star Trek, yeah, yeah, no good. Call. Although to get to that utopian future, they go through some dark fucking times. So. Yeah, let's let's bring on World War Three so that we can get out to get our utopian. <laughs> if that's what we have to do, then let's let's do that to get to a utopian oh, future. If the, as the world's going, oh, we could be there sooner than we'd really like. My favorite we? Futurama joke is they say they show like what the world would look like if Al Gore had won, like the the election. Um, at Utopia, immediate immediate Utopia. So, when that bridge blew up as well, and then um, Kirk and Lan went to have a look at it, there was a chick standing there with a camera taking photos of it, and they went and used her camera to have a look and zoom in on a thing. Like straight away, it's like, oh, is this like you don't really think much about that character? Like she does say something. Yeah, I thought she was a glorified extra until she came back later with all the conspiracies and they were like eating well, she, food and stuff. The next thing where she came back on was where Kirk was getting arrested for driving like an idiot, basically, mm. and speeding. So then she really had the whole um, tinfoil hat vibes, didn't she? Yeah. She was really a little bit strange. But yeah, she 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 had photos of... Was it her that had the photos of the... Yeah, it was her that had the photo of the bird of prey yeah, too, wasn't it? Yeah, we know why. Yeah, because, well, you yeah, know, she's, she's a Romulan. Probably her ship. <laughs> I didn't think that. it. Yeah, could, could have been her ship, yeah. Yeah, so they were looking for a cold fusion reactor or something. So, you know. Yeah, which obviously we find out, like, that reactor was in the, the Singh Institute, uh, which obviously that was her original idea was to go in there and blow up that reactor that would have killed Khan and everybody there. But then, Which was the first strike on Earth by the Romulans, which happened in Kirk's timeline. Oh. So, because, yeah, in Kirk's timeline, the Romulans did a first strike wiping out Toronto, which would have been on that cold fusion Uh, reactor. Yeah, that would have been it, yeah. So, that... Thankfully, stopped it. So otherwise, yeah. we'd end up with his future. And then, yeah, she pivoted and went. Well, why use a bomb when you've got a scalpel? And just decided to go and shoot a kid in the head. But you know, going back to the start of the episode, we hear from Pelia that she used to live in Vermont, mm. and she worked at a place called the Archaeology Department or something there. Well, <laughs> so. They, they need an engineer so they can try and figure out a way to detect this uh, this power source, mm. a cold fusion reactor, and they're like, oh, well, let's go to Vermont and find Pelia. So, obviously, if you're looking for an archaeology department, you're going to universities, you're going to museums, mm. you're going... Not just some random shitty building that Pelia's living in where she painted archaeology department on the door. Yeah, that's fantastic. She's super eccentric. And the fact that archaeology had to be hyphenated across... <laughs> Because she'd written lines. it too big. Yeah. Oh. That was, yeah, that was fantastic. But we're learning these little extra things about Pelia as well. Like, we know yeah. that she's really old, but then she was talking, saying that she's not a uh, engineer at this point, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she hasn't even done a maths class or a math class since Pythagoras invented the crap, <laughs> is what she says. <laughs> like, that's how old she is. So, but yeah, again, yeah, she's she's had more this season than Ortegas has, and she's like, and she's a brand new character. New character. Yeah. yeah, but then again, they probably paying more for her Carol Kane. No, you don't pay more for a guest actor than you do for a uh, someone who's on friggin' um. How long is she a guest actor for? Like, is she just going to be on this season? Do we reckon? Well, yeah, I mean, they haven't they haven't upped her to a main uh, cast. Like, she's not in the main credit. She gets a credit mm, afterwards. That's true. Maybe so. she's gonna. Maybe she's going to be gone. Maybe we're getting Scotty next season. Maybe maybe we're getting Hemner back. Mm. We'll see what happens. It'll be really interesting. But yeah, so what what did what did you think about the whole watch thing, Maddie? Like their explanation for how that was going to work. Yeah, it made sense. I guess it's also 
a glowy watch. So if it was exposed to light and then they went into a dark area, it would have glowed anyway. It, so for it to glow the way, like I've got a watch that's got uh, that tritium stuff on it. And yeah. to make it glow like that, you basically have to stick a mag light on the front of it to make yeah, it glow right. so bright. But I don't know. Like, was it an easy way for them to detect it potentially? Yeah, I, I guess it was a, a simple, you know, very cu- simple current way of technology yeah. kind of thing. But it also didn't help them narrow it down. They would have literally had to have walked every street in Toronto until it glowed. That's going to take some time. Yeah, I was. I wasn't so. Like, I, I wanted a more technological solution to it. It was great yeah. that they went to see Pelia and that that paid off with a yeah. Whole like, demo. oh, here's a. Thing. Here's a many thousands of year old, very intelligent person. And then all she did was just say one kind of uh, chemical. And I feel like it was La'an who just went, oh, well, I'll just get this watch and smash it and we're good to go. I'm like, so Pelia didn't really contribute anything. Um, and how far is Vermont from... Well, Vermont's Toronto in, in as the United well. United States, they would have to have crossed the border. How are they getting across the border? Well, they said that they bribed a border guard as uh, well. They said that. Fucking Canadians, man. <laughs> but then they had to get back. Yeah, they would have to get back. And the Australia, <laughs> the, the American Border Patrol, <laughs> you're not bribing those guys. Yeah, I'm not bribing them to get in anyway. Maybe maybe they sold La'an to sex slavery just to get them across to the border. To make a bit more money? No, to get them across the border. I, oh. feel, like, I feel like American Border Patrol people, they'd be for that. Like, yeah, whatever. Well, Kirk would have been down for it himself. Yeah, that's yeah. going to get them across the border, though. He's got to... <laughs> Depends, doesn't it? Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of questions. So people find... Uh, people are difficult for Lan, and Kirk thinks she's special, and then all of a sudden it's kissy-kissy time. Like, it came on really quick, didn't it? Yeah. Like This is literally their second day. They've been here, like, 24 hours, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, as as yeah, Kirk, yes, he does uh, move rather fast, doesn't he? But Laan, yeah, I I wasn't so sure sure about that. But then, I, thinking about it, yes, someone that doesn't know her family's history, and it must have been nice for her not to have that prejudice straight away. Because as soon as you find out, yeah. like someone that you know that's got that name, you'd be like, oh shit, this guy or this girl is got that legacy of Karnuni and Sung, you'd be very wary of it. And for her to meet someone that has no idea, because, you know, in in the Star Trek world, Karnuni and Sung is, Sing. Sing, sorry, is one of the most prolific bad guys in Earth's history. Yeah. Like, worse than Hitler. But, it, but, it, but is, her, is her trauma and daddy issues that bad that she's going to drop her panties just because a guy doesn't know who her ancestor is? You just watched the episode as much <laughs> as I did. She didn't drop her panties, though. Not that we saw, anyway. Well, I mean, we didn't see what she was not wearing under the sheets, so... Well, that's true, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's... I don't know, just for La'an of all people, like, uh, it just felt very quick. She's the most guarded out of anybody. Um, but maybe that's... Because she is so guarded, maybe that's why she did fall so quickly for him. I, like, I guess. She's, an inten- she's a very intense person, and then... She just, I don't know. It's almost like she found someone straight away and like, bang, that was it. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I just, I just think for someone who's that guarded to be like, oh, it's not like, it's not like the, the sing thing is her only trauma. She's obviously dealing with all the Gorn stuff. The Gorn stuff too. Imagine if, imagine if Kirk said he'd never heard of a Gorn. She would have just like blown him there and then. Like (laughs) he doesn't know about the two things that are most, you know, the most tragic things in her life. She's like, oh my God. But yeah, no. yeah, it was weird. Interesting. But then the watch starts glowing. Mm. So they know that they're close. How convenient. Uh, it just it just happens to be that way. They actually also hadn't moved. So like they were just standing there talking yeah. and it wasn't glowing. And then they kissed and it was A little glowing. bit of lazy writing, we think. Or? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Normally Maddie's the one that picks this up and not me. So, but where what was the building called? The, the Noonan, oh no, not the, the Kanu, just the Noonan Singh Institute Institute for Cultural Advancement. Yeah, but then it was okay. So this is something that Maddie brought up while we were watching the episode. So to get into the actual place, it had a handprint scanner, mm. but it seemed to be a DNA scanner as well. Yeah, because obviously, like in that time frame, Laan doesn't exist, so they can't have her fingerprints on file. 
So it has to be something that's detecting her DNA. But to get into the room where the Khan kid was, mm-hmm. it was another one of those hand DNA yeah. scanners. And that's the whole reason, was it Sarah you said? Sarah. Sarah? Yeah. S-E-R-A. Oh, that convenience where it's like, it could be a Romulan name, but it could also be a human name. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah, needs La'an to open the door, which... The kid could open the door potentially. Yeah, well, if... Because it's his if, DNA. If La'an can open the door because she has Khan's DNA, then Khan can definitely open the door. And if anyone wants to say to me, well, they could probably have it rigged up that it doesn't... If it reads Khan's DNA, it says no. She has Khan's DNA. Correct. So um, that doesn't work. That doesn't track. And also, it then does take me back to old uh, mate in the grey uniform. It's like, well... Oh, grey suit guy. Grey suit guy... La'an, That's actually what he's called in IMDb. Yeah, La'an is literally the only person who could have opened those doors and put Khan in danger. So if the grey suited guy had sent literally anybody else, they never could have got inside those doors anyway because they're DNA guarded. Correct. Or are we saying because she had the DNA... That's what gave Sarah the idea to swap from the bomb she was originally going to do to this idea, and that's what changed the future. Interesting. Instead of bombing the reactor, she went, well, I can just go and put a bullet in this kid's head. Yes. Well, this is the point mm. yeah, where we do find out that Sarah is a Romulan agent from the future. Very. I guess she's been on Earth for 30 years, but there was nothing Romulan about her, even when she like dropped a facade if you could even call it a facade. She took her beanie off, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very, um, very human. I liked it, though, how, like, yeah, Kirk was like, yeah, try me, and then Sarah just fucking shoots him. Oh, fuck like, around. straight up. Fuck around and find fuck out. Fuck around and find out, Kirk. Jesus. He just got dropped. Yeah, one in the chest. Sent a mass. Like, that's 10 points on the target. She, yeah, she nailed that. It was good to see, though, that they stuck with the Romulan strength thing as well because La'an tries to go after her and grab her and Mm. then basically just gets her ass handed to her by that Romulan strength. That was was cool. Yeah, like they were in a chokehold and just walked her through the the doorway. And then, like, so the door into Khan's room, it's got a little name tag on it that looks like it's written by a child as well. Yeah. Which yeah, which is demented in its own. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Separate thing, and the 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 drawings that Khan had clearly drawn on the outside of the cell. Yeah, like yes, a little creepy. Yeah, is it is it a cell? Yeah, they're doing genetic experiments on children. Did they grow him in a lab, or was he born naturally and they've genetically modified him? Yeah, I, I don't. I. I, I guess we'd have to go back and watch like Space Seed and see if there's any information there about mm. his, his origins. But I mean, she did have to use her DNA to open the door, so there's a lock on that door. Um, and obviously, like he's got siblings or whatever. Like he, he you know, gestures towards a photo. Um, so you would assume they're elsewhere around because Laan said, "Have you got anyone?" He kind of yeah, well, because there's so. like we know from Enterprise that there all the other augments. They were basically test tube babies, mm. all of them. So I'm guessing that this Khan was a test tube baby as well. So Yeah, I guess, I guess it's hard to know because those augments, I haven't watched the Enterprise in a while. Were they from that time period? Yes. So, yeah. So, all, they all, were, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we don't know. Like, if you think of them as like version two, we don't know. If version one were also test tube babies, but based on the Picard Sung stuff, you could kind of. I think that they would be, yeah. Yeah, all kind of done together. The timeline gets a little bit fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, I I can't remember from Space Seed if if Khan ever talks about a mother or a. Maybe if it was a, you know, they they fucked with an egg and then put it in a donor um, donor womb to give birth. I I have no idea. Yeah, Sarah talks about you know, how they did computer simulations on how to basically fuck up the Earth. Yeah, I guess the Jat Vash weren't part of that. No, because they don't like computers. They don't like computers. So, but yeah, and because and she does mention something about the timeline sort of getting a little bit fuzzy, really, because she yeah. she went in in nineteen ninety two and had expecting for it to happen. Yeah, she sort of talked about key moments. Um, oh, what's um because the, you know, like realist in, in original series, Khan would have been born in like the sixties, 
So then when it got to 1992, he was already an adult. Yeah. But yeah, now it's like 2022 and Khan is a kid still. Yeah. So what was it the really movie? does get fuzzy. Oh, it's a, it's a line from the new Flash movie. Um, uh, I haven't about, seen it yet. Um, they talk about like, is it like, a, they call it literally call it like a canon moment in history. Like there's just certain things in history that no matter how much you alter the timeline, certain things are always going to happen. She kind of mentioned something about yeah, that's that as what well, that's what she? was leading yeah. to. So she kind of almost invokes that a little bit and says, you know, she expected to go back to 1992 and kill Khan then, which again, wouldn't have been a baby. He would have been grown ass man. So she had a, she had a hard task ahead of her. Yeah. Um, and had to wait 30 years. Um, and then now there's a little baby that she can, a little baby Hitler that she can put two in the back of the head of and said, yeah, like, you know, it's almost, she said, it's almost like the timeline's pushing back to, you know, put elements back in. And so whatever changes had been made to then this timeline, it's Khan was a baby in the, yeah, 2020s. But that, that one line so, that she puts in there though, that will actually stop the sweaties with their, you know, messing with the timeline type of ideas in canon. Well, will it though? Oh, because oh, to me, it does. But if you think about it, then if where if Laan then goes back to her time and is on the ship, that Kirk is eventually going to meet Khan as an adult, and Khan's then going to tell the story from the original series of when he was born in 1992 and all that kind of stuff. Where does Laan? It's almost fit? like we've got like the main branch of the timeline and we've got these little bits coming off and then coming back in as well. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, La'an should be in the timeline where Khan was... Born in the 60s. Born in the 60s and took over a part of the world in 1992. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. But I guess... I wonder what differences it will make going forward. Well, I guess that was technically... Now that's interesting. What? What's that? She actually made no changes to her own timeline. She went to a different timeline. Yes. Where we met the other Kirk. She went and changed his timeline. Well, her, so well, his timeline only existed because Khan was killed by Sarah. So she went back and stopped Khan being killed by Sarah so her timeline can exist. The only reason that his timeline existed is because that agent failed in his job, he got killed, and then Sarah killed Khan. That's the only reason that that alternate version of Kirk existed. But that's what I'm saying. Why, why did he jump into our timeline slash universe? Because in our timeline slash universe... Khan was still alive. Was, no, no, we, we, no Khan, he wasn't alive. Khan was put into ice in 1996, 1997. So there was no baby Khan to kill in 2023. So where would he have jumped to if he didn't jump to here? Who would have understood enough to make sure that he stayed alive? Well, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. there, was, there was also no time jump. If you think about it, Grey Suit Guy arrived on the Enterprise at the start of the episode. Yes. And then La'an jumped universes. She didn't jump. Yeah, she didn't jump time. She stayed in the exact same point in time. She's just now in a different, like an alternate reality timeline thing. Or was that just like a, a time wave catching up with her and it enveloped her and went around her because she now had the device, which Sarah said later, <sighs> protecting her from the timeline. And this is where in different shows and movies, whether it's, you know, the Avengers or Star Trek or Stargate mm. and things like that, doing time travel stuff can get confusing. And Star Trek does a lot of time travel. Yeah. Like we've like over the, like season two of Picard time travel, like, um, first contact time travel. How many times did we see time travel in Voyager? Yeah. Like next generation DS nine. We've seen so much time travel and there has to be some sort of ripples that, you know, mess things up. So, anyway. Which is fine going forward, but again, if this show is supposed to be leading into the original series where we have the conversation with actual Khan and giving us that original date of 1992 in the Botany Bay mm. and all that kind of stuff, 
it, yeah, you know, you don't want to be traveling back in time to a prequel and then saying time changes itself and suddenly Khan's 30, like, born, but then born 60 years later than what he should have been. Later on in this season, in the episode, Those Old Scientists, we've got more time travel where we're bringing Mariner and Boimler mm. to their time. They're going back in time. Yeah. So. What are we messing things up more? I don't know. I'm looking Maybe. forward to see what yeah. they're doing. Well, and that's the weird thing too, because then at the end of the episode, you've got the lady from Temporal Investigations being like, "Yep, cool, everything's sweet." Hmm. It's like, mm, is it? Is it sweet? <sighs> yeah. So I, I think I like the idea. It's the, the core idea of, but then again, Laan being Hitler's son and having to go back in time and stop baby Hitler from being assassinated. That's a classic sci-fi idea. I love that. But they just travel back to the wrong time period for it. Picard season two, though, they've got the Khan project on that folder, don't they? And that was like this time. Yeah. Again, so... Which again tracks. But like I said, if if my main issue is... If, if Strange New Worlds was a post-Voyager, post-Picard TV series, I would buy it. But this is a prequel, so it's this is apparently supposed to lead into the original series. Mm. That's where I have the issue because that's we dealing with the core material of Khan. Yes, makes me so, want to go back and watch those ep- that episode anyway, and probably watch the Wrath of Khan again. Oh, I'm fine. You don't want to do it? Oh, I'm, I'm going to do fine. it myself. Yeah, but anyway, the timeline, as we've been told by that temporal investigations lady, mm-hmm. is safe for now. Yeah, yeah, Sarah's dead. Khan's still alive, although, you know, I found it a little sad for the little Khan when... Mm, little Khan. Little Khan. <laughs> where um, La'an goes in there with a gun and he's asking, oh, are you going to kill me? Like, poor kid. Like, but at the same time, it's Khan. But yeah. she doesn't. But she leaves the gun on his desk yeah. as she leaves. She's basically left an eight-year-old with a loaded nine mil. Yeah. That's not smart. She's she's left she's left a loaded gun on the desk of baby, of baby Hitler yeah. like, and then she travels through time right in front of him. She doesn't, yes, she, she doesn't, doesn't just go. Yeah. step out of his eye line. Right? Like I get there's people coming, but there was time. Pardon the pun. To just step out of close the door, even love. Yeah, and yet don't leave a gun on a child's desk. She's not she's not doing any babysitting. Maybe that's why Mbenga got rid of his kid because he's like, I can't leave it with Laan. <laughs> I cannot, oh, rough. I cannot leave my kid with La'an. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't smart. Gun safety people. Mm. Like those that follow me on my other social media, they know I'm all about gun yeah. safety. And uh, remind me, what uh, what position does La'an have on the Enterprise as well? She's the security She's chief. the head of yeah. security. <laughs> and she left a loaded <laughs> weapon on a child's bedside After table. she's just watched someone be murdered yeah. with that same gun. It's very, uh, yeah, not smart. Come on, and then goes home and has a cry. Well, she does. Yeah, she goes back to her own timeline, has a massive cry. Oh, after she she talks to real like our quote unquote our Kirk. Yeah, so that was a little bit creepy as well. But mm. I guess to her, like someone that she's, it seemed like she'd fallen in love with him, and she Can't just wanted to, to see she wanted to see him again, and made some sort of. Well, he actually asked if it was about Sam, his brother, because mm. he's serving on the Enterprise. So, yeah, a little bit weird. Yeah, but again, like, it's just a lot. It was a lot for a guy that she just met, even if it is Kirk. Like, you know, and he's got some bravado and some suave, some Rico suave about him. But, um, yeah, I don't know. She still has the watch, though, as well. So, like, she'll always, I guess that'll be a memory for her. Yeah, there's yeah. a part of me that goes, should the watch still exist? But no, it, it should. It was still the on her wrist, yeah. yeah it was protected from the timeline changes. But when she took it off. You know, when she... she when she didn't have the device anymore. Do you think it should have disappeared? I don't think so. I think it's okay. No, I think it would have been... Yeah, a watch can exist. I mean, um, Pelia still had all her bits and pieces from... Because there's one point... Well, that's true. When La'an goes... Like, when they're in the astrology department, um, she picks up a little tchotchke or whatever, and it's the same one that she was holding at yeah. the start of the episode. So... Yeah. Um, Pelia, the old fucking klepto. Yeah. So yeah, steal I guess, everything. yeah. That's why I was like, should the watch? No, yeah, the watch could exist. So overall, a interesting episode. Mm. Does it change a lot overall for Strange New World 
and the timeline going forward. I don't know how if like if it's gonna have any flow on effects. Probably not. I think it's just a one and done sort of episode. Yeah, but it also it just given the fact that she's also a Khan descendant and Khan is now sixty years later than born like than when he should be, like Is La'an gonna keep that thirst for Kirk as well? Yeah. Surely. Uh, I, uh, is it going to be awkward if, like, he, he's coming to the Enterprise at some point? Yeah. Whether she's still there or not, I don't know. And is that going to become a thing where she goes, like, pursues him, basically? Because then neither of them know that her ancestor is going to kill Kirk's son to a different woman. Yeah. Well, we know, but yeah, they that's don't know. A, it's it's kind of messed up a bit. That's a little days of our lives for me. <laughs> Overall, though, I liked the episode. Um, I thought it was fun. Um, time tra- time travel is interesting. I I do find it interesting, and I enjoy yeah. talking about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm ambivalent about this one. Okay, it's not a, definitely not a bad episode. Um, I just think I need to process it a bit more, just in terms of the time travel aspects of it, um, and the the really bad car chase. Um, Time travel always gets a little bit sketchy, though, especially in such a long-running sci-fi series where we've mm. we've gone back before what we actually know from previously. Like we know the original series, we know Next Generation, we know Voyager, yeah, yeah. and we we know Enterprise, but we've jumped in between Enterprise and the original series, and we're filling in that gap there, and it's. It's a very dangerous sort of thing to do as a writer and a showrunner. Well, when yeah, when you're jumping back to a time we we know about, it's got an established history. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, um, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I wasn't bored. I wasn't like ugh, except for the car chase scene. Um, <laughs> cool car they chose though. Yeah, yeah, red bumblebee. Um, uh, definitely wasn't a bumblebee, mate. Bumblebee's a Camaro. Okay, so it was that was a Dodge Charger. <laughs> yeah, well, if you know your Transformers history, you know that the red uh, Bumblebee is Cliffjumper, and he's a different model to Bumblebee. Was he a Charger? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's got the whole head wobble going. Bumblebee was originally a Volkswagen Beetle. He surely so was. Eat my left nut. No, thank you. No, okay, thank fine. You. Have the right one. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I liked the episode. Maddie's a little bit ambivalent about the episode, mm. but overall, I think the season itself, though, at this stage, we're only three episodes in of the ten. Mm. I'm liking it yeah. so far, and it's you know standalone episodes. Basically, I think there's still going to be like an element, like there is with most series with standalone episodes. They still have like a season arc that's hidden in there as well. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we seem to have left behind Pike's discovery stuff with the. The time crystals and him dealing with his own. Yeah, he, he knows that that's going to happen to him. Yeah, for now, like, I feel like at the end of last season, he kind of came to terms with all that and he seems to be fine so far. But it's also three episodes in and he hasn't had a lot of screen time. Uh, no. This episode was almost exclusively Laan. I think, ne- like, looking at next week's episode, and this is probably a good time to mention uh, next week's episode, it's mm. called Among the Lotus Eaters. Um, looking at the pictures and. Is that a lesbian joke? I don't know. You dirty lotus eater. Is that a... <laughs> yeah, I don't that, think so. Is that a thing? No, oh, no I, don't think, thing. I don't think so. Maddie wants to make that a thing. You uh, naughty little lotus eater. <laughs> you little lotus flower. It looks like it's going to be a very heavy pike episode, okay. that one. And Ortegas. Give me some Ortegas for Christ's sake. Yeah, we really don't know a lot about her. Nah, she's got a cool haircut and she likes to fly ships. And she's down. very... She's got a lot of wit about her. That's about all we know. But at least we know her name. True. So she's had enough... That What's we, her first name, though? Ensign. <laughs> She's a lieutenant. Lieutenant Ortegas. <laughs> is it Jenna? Jenna Ortega? No, that's an actress. Uh, is it? I don't that's know. That's Wednesday Adams. Is it? Uh, that is too. Or Erica. That's it. Erica. That's right. Yeah, he Pike's, does mention her name. Pike's definitely called her Erica in the past. Anyway. She just hasn't had a lot of screen time. Give her something. Well, looking at the trailer for the season, it seemed like, I don't know if you've seen it, where they've got that shuttle that's like racing towards the planet. I don't know, and she she's obviously flying the shuttle. Oh wow, she's flying something groundbreaking. I, <laughs> I've not seen Ortega fly anything for this Ma- season. Didn't, and Maddie didn't let me finish. They were talking about the war, so hopefully, maybe 
we get a little bit more backstory in that episode, yeah. whatever that is about her. Yeah, like, give, give me some more take away. She's not sitting at a desk pressing buttons doing her job. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Anyway, Maddie, where can we find you on socials, buddy? Uh, on Instagram at High Pitch Maddie, H I G H P I T C H M A T T Y. Just Instagram? Like, yeah. Oh, so you're not talking about your Twitter this week? Nah. Okay, all right. He's on Twitter. Maybe. And you can find myself at Geek and Camo on Instagram and because I'm old, Facebook. I'm not really yes, that old. You are. Um, Maddie's on TikTok as well. Old is a state of mind. I'm not on TikTok. I have a TikTok account. <laughs> oh, just so I you can watch TikToks? Yeah, absolutely. You can watch them all on Instagram. Uh, yeah, three weeks later when you send them to me. <sighs> You said, be like, oh my God, this is so funny. I'm like, yeah, I saw it three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I saw it three weeks ago on TikTok. Sorry. Matt, Maddie's basically in a different timeline to me. Yeah. Anyway, girls. If, if you come to my Twitter, you must have nudes. Uh, Instagram, I'll accept them. Twitter is a must. So Instagram is feet pics? Ew, no, no. I'm not, I'm not yucking any yums. I'm not yucking Send any Maddie feet yums, pics. But that's not, that's not my vibe. Send Maddie some feet pics. I want to hear Maddie complaining about feet pics that you listeners have sent him. If you send feet pics, you get blocked. Really? Yep. Send them to me and then I'll send them to him. <laughs> then you get blocked. With one of your 4,000 oh. Instagram accounts, you fucking psycho. I, I know where he lives. I'll put him in his letterbox. Oh, my God. Can you, can you bomb your own letterbox? Is that a thing? <laughs> All right, girls, guys, and Janai's. That's about it from me. We will see you guys and girls and Janai's next week. I, I really messed you that up almost, it. didn't I? <laughs> we'll see you for the next episode of Strange New Worlds Among the Lotus Eaters. Get me out of this timeline immediately. <laughs> That's about it from us. Bye. That really went off the rails at the end there. <laughs> Get into geek.